Let's talk some Bridgewater College football with the head coach of the Eagles, Scott Lem. How are you, sir? Hey, Dave. Hey, thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. You know, we were just kind of joking. Again, you were talking to James Carpenter, and, and you love seeing a walk-on have success. You are a walk-on yourself. And, and um, when you hear, and, and again, you were that same story, but when you hear stories like that, that's pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it just shows, you know, uh, we talk a lot in our program about finishing, you uh-huh. know, and recruiting and guys who are finishers and, uh, you know, football is one of those sports that, that you got to grind it out, and, and it's hard. And um, you know, you come in with a lot of expectations on yourself, and then I think reality hits. And you know, it's those guys that can manage once reality right. hits, and um, you know, not that immediate success. And you know, probably like a lot, you know, you, you come in as the big dog, and you realize. Some, and some guys, some guys, it hits for right away. You yeah. know, and they they keep that big dog status, but. Um, you know, I, I was one of those guys that became a fringe fringe lineman my first year, and they sat me down and said, "Hey, we know that you've done a good job, but uh, we're going to redshirt you." And so, you know, kind of, and that that really took some pressure off too of sure. of being there. And then, you know, was able to to have a great career afterwards, and you know, get an opportunity to play, um, you know, be a four year starter, and and really make an impact over my time. So, we were yeah. just I, I wanted to have our listeners. Um, again, you were an All-American. You've got your picture up at the stadium. But wh- what's wrong with your picture? Well, there's nothing wrong with the picture. <laughs> the picture's a great picture. They, pick, they picked a good picture. Okay. It's hard. You know, if you go back in time that far, it's probably hard to find action shots <laughs> of a center, you know, That's in true. Two, 2008, 2007. And, uh, and it's right next to Arthur Motes. And, uh, and so, obviously, you know, great Jamie Duke right there, Hall of Fame guy. And you know, had a great NFL career, but I, I'm like right by a pillar, and then there's a, a water valve, a you know giant water valve there. So, <laughs> so you're uh, kind of hidden a little so, bit. I mean, hidden a little bit, but you okay. know that's the offensive line that's way. That's right. I mean, you know, it's uh, Chris said that's the most yeah, offensive line. That's thing right. They've ever that's heard. right, and, and it probably it probably is. It probably is. But you know what? Uh, uh, hey, I, I got some recognition because I had a lot of successful guys around me, yeah, and so. No doubt. You know, you have team success like the Dukes are having right now and, and like we had when I was there. And, uh, you know, you were able to, to get some individual accolades on, on the way. And you'll get some individual accolades for your football team this year because you're having some team success. A good win this past week, a bounce-back win from Randolph-Macon. You get set for Ferrum homecoming game this Saturday at 2 o'clock, but you went to Averett last week and beat a, a solid Averett team, 53-24. Uh, just seeing your guys respond and bounce back from the Randolph-Macon loss, were you, were you proud of what they were able to do? Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know, it's uh, it, we got on the bus. You know, had to take a had to take a drive there Saturday morning, um, and it's it's not an easy environment to play in. There's some things set up wise just uh, that that make it challenging. Long walk to get to the field. And, <laughs> Is there? Um, yeah, and it was a team that uh, outside of them competing against Randolph Macon had played a lot of close games. A lot of close ones had come down to you know uh, a short field goal against a good Hamden Sydney team mm-hmm. and. Um, and so, you know, we weren't really sure what, what we were going to get. And, man, all, our guys came out just firing on all cylinders. And, uh, you know, really, really proud of, obviously, our defensive effort, you know, to get uh, five takeaways there. We were able to get a defensive score. We were able to score on special teams, uh, you know, being able to capitalize on a dropped punt and, and just scoop it up. And Aaron Moore got the touchdown there. And uh, even to in the half, I mean, uh, you know, we got a fumble right there, and we weren't able to, to try to capitalize on it. But just the, just the kind of pressure that we were able to put on them, uh, in a situation where they're trying to throw a Hail Mary, had a good play set up, and, uh, you know, our defensive line was, was just able to get after them, and, and then Aaron Nice added in and was able to scoop mm-hmm. it up. So we're really happy with those guys. I was going to say, you, your defense scored a couple times. You mentioned the, the special team score as well. I mean, that's – when you're able to score on all three phases, um, you're usually going to win those games. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the statistics, the statistics just go through the roof when, when you do that. And so, I, and I mean, I, I think it's always – you know, it's always special for – 
you know, those guys, hey, they're, they're constantly trying to stop the ball, you know, and, yeah. and then instead they get an opportunity to score the ball. And so, uh, you know, one was from a young guy, Xavier Edelin. Yeah, I was, was going to bring him up. Was just in, in, in uh, playing great coverage, good eyes, you know, all those, all those little details. And, and, man, when they come through and, and they execute it and, and those things happen, uh, couldn't couldn't be more excited for that player. Looks like just kind of looking at the numbers and stuff. Looks like your defense puts you in a good spot too, with all those turnovers and, and defensive stops you got. Your offense was in pretty good field position most of the day. Yeah, our field position was outstanding, yeah. and then it, it even helped. I mean, we, we've got a dynamic returner in Brendan Robinson. Brendan set us up a couple times in that unit uh, overall, and um, you know, and, and and I think that's one thing we look at is we didn't score on all three opportunities that we got when we hit when we had plus side starts after turnovers. So. Yeah, I think it, you take a game like that and you pat yourself on the back for, for what you did, but then you look at, okay, there's still plenty of places to improve and, you know, the, the season's not over. Let's not, you know, okay. let's not just rest on all, all those positive things. And, and so as you come into the Monday morning film room, you got to be able to show those guys, hey, you know, we really missed out on the, on another opportunity. And uh, we had a missed field goal on that one, so we didn't even get points off of the, the one of the turnovers that we got inside the, the red zone. John Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College, just kind of wrapping up the, the game over Averitts as they won that game last week, 53-24. How did you feel about your offense, Chase? You're kind of back in the groove now and, and playing again. Um, made some big plays in the past game. Didn't have a great percentage, 13 of 26, but still made a lot of plays for you, I'm sure. How did you feel overall about the offense? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I thought uh, I thought we run the, ran the ball, yep. per, you know, outstanding. 213. Uh, 213 and, and had a, a bunch of big explosion runs. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of things when you throw the ball that, that have to go right. You know, you've got to get good protection. You've got to, no you've, question. you've got to, you know, have the guys run, you know, a good route. The coverage has got to be the right way for you to get the look. Um, and then you got to be able to throw and catch it. And, <laughs> and, and so, you know, just all those different elements that, that it takes to, to be efficient. I mean, I think that's one of those areas too, where, uh, you know, you take Jay Sears first start versus this past week and, uh, want to continue to get him to a spot that that he's more comfortable and more efficient. And uh, again, some of that comes back to we got to block better up front. I mean, you know, we've yet to throw a uh, he's he's yet to throw a a, a touchdown pass That's this crazy, year, yeah. and uh, as efficient as he's been. And so, we and I can think back to there's a few opportunities that you know one that we had a great opportunity, good coverage that we wanted to see, and and routes open we just didn't protect it. He had to scramble and. Um, yeah, that's one of the difficult things in, in being a wide receiver, too, is, you know, hey, you might run a great route, you might be open, and the quarterback just might not be looking your way, or you don't know how the offensive line blocks. And so, you know, just such a team game that, that comes through on that. Seemed like you had a lot of different guys, some younger guys step up for you in the game as well. Um, you mentioned Xavier with the interception. Um, Brennan Robinson also had a 70-yard touchdown run in the game. Some younger guys, some receivers stepped up and, and, and did a lot of good things for you. Yeah, that's right. And, and uh, I mean, I think anytime you're built on, on development, you know, and your program's built on that, and that's something we've really focused on. Uh, and, and even previous to, to my time taking over, uh, you, you get those guys, and, and when they have those opportunities, and, and people are going to be tired, they need to be subbed out. And, uh, you know, we've got to continue to call offensive plays, we've got to continue to call defensive plays, and, and then even to be able to give guys small little roles, and, you know, right. as, they, as they buy into that role. And, Okay, you might not be ready for the full pie to begin with, but it you know it, it, it makes him hungrier. And so you know we've seen that with Xavier. You know, as, as the example throughout the season, he started as kind of a nickel guy for us, and, and his role's really really grown to where he's been a, a rotational corner. And uh, you know, hey, one day as guys graduate in front of him, or as he continues to improve, if he becomes the best, you know, he's going to take all those reps, and uh, you see his confidence just growing. Aaron Moore named the ODAC Defensive Player of the Week. Five tackles also had the fumble return uh, for a touchdown on INT as well. Aaron Nice had a, a fumble return. He had an interception. He had a tackle for loss. So the Aarons uh, 
played really well for you. But uh, talk about Aaron Moore a little bit. We've talked about Aaron Nice a little bit. Talk about Aaron Moore a little bit and what he brings to the table for you guys. Yeah, a lot of experience. I mean, uh, you know, just uh, sat in here last week and listened to the defensive back that talked from JMU and really very similar. I mean, a lot of experience out there on the field. Him and Val West in our secondary yeah. are really the the guys that make it go. You know, between their communication, they're able to uh, they're able at times to get us into the right check and and, uh, and and communicate the right things. You know, they really become that coach on the field. And then, you know, just his his kind of his knack for the football over his time with us. I mm-hmm. mean, it, you know, and that's one of those things in the secondary. You, know, you can be a great cover guy, but eventually you want to get your hands on the ball. And, and he's sure. he's been, he's been able to do that in big ways. You get set this week for Ferrum. How's the week gone for, with practice so far for this time? Yeah, this I mean, week? R- really nice. I mean, we've got a great week of weather out here in Has the valley, yeah. and uh, you know, some cool mornings, but then some great afternoons, and uh, you know, looking forward to really a hot homecoming game. It <laughs> will uh, be warm. Uh, we, we got coming up and uh, kicking off there at two p.m. And so, uh, you know, we kind of can this time of year keeping guys healthy, you know, but keeping guys sharp. We still go pretty physical on Tuesdays, and you know, have to adjust some guys' plans, but. Uh, for the most part, we put full pads on, and, and we're going to have a few physical periods. And uh, just really excited about the kind of energy that our guys have brought. And, you know, this time of year can wane. But I, I think our guys have, you know, that, that game-by-game mentality and, and aren't really worried about, hey, what are our NCAA chances? What are our postseason chances? They're just really worried about, you know, putting on the best show on, on Saturday as possible. We're talking to Scott Lum, Bridgewater head football coach. They get set for Ferrum on Saturday at 2 o'clock over at Bridgewater College. Again, we'll talk about the Panthers here in a second. You know, you mentioned um, kind of the the mentality you guys have, and you've got a lot of veteran players on your team. Has the leadership, has it really kind of shown through, especially after the Randolph-Macon loss and trying to bounce back and, and do things the right way? Have you seen that leadership kind of stand out? Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, luckily uh, with, with social media and, and, you know, you're in group chats and things like that <laughs> now, and, and guys really took over kind of Saturday evening through Sunday before we got together on nice. Monday, and, and you just saw, you know, they weren't, it wasn't like big, long back and forth. It was a couple of our key leaders just made some made some statements, and um, you know they weren't pointing fingers or anything. Like that. It was just right. kind of really reminders of of the quality of players that we have and the quality of talent that we have, and um, you know, and, and you get to continue to see that throughout practice. So I mean, you know, part of the reason why we were having good practice is because of those leaders. Yeah, no question. We're talking again, Scott Lamb, head football coach at Bridgewater College. All right, talk about this week. What do you see on film from Ferrum? Yeah. Uh, a young dynamic quarterback played for him last week, so a guy who stepped in has played some, but but really had the exclusive role uh, for them against Guilford. Um, so that that'll be a little different. Uh, brings uh, a big challenge with his legs, you know. And I know in, in college football you see it all over. You, you know, do. those scrambling quarterbacks that can just keep things alive. Um, and so they do a good job with play design for him. Um, you know, interested to see you know what sort of things get brought. Uh, into this game plan you know obviously they're going to have some wrinkles up their sleeve that, that we haven't seen um, from a defensive perspective have an experienced group a, a dynamic defensive tackle who's really active um, you know a linebacker that, that we really like in, in number two and then uh, you know a really dynamic corner returning all ODAC guy and um, you know a guy who's going to make it a challenge if we want to throw in his direction let's, let's talk about their offense a little bit more you mentioned their quarterback was last week his first start yeah, I believe so. I believe so. He's played. He's played kind of sparingly in some roles. So you can see, obviously, they came out of camp saying that we like this guy a lot. Right. They had a fifth-year guy back there, and um, hard to tell if their if their other starter got hurt or not. But um, you know, a guy that you knew is he much is a lot different than the other kid. Uh, he he's I would say, and, and a compliment to him, he's a, a faster version of okay. the other one. And, and so the other one did a nice job running their offense, but this one. 
I think as he gets more comfortable, really takes it to the next level. And uh, and he's a guy we recruited really hard. Um, in fact, I mean, I went and saw him play basketball Did last you? year, and uh, <laughs> you know, got to know him pretty well. And uh, it was just a, a situation with him. It was a little closer to home, and uh, wanted his family to be a little closer. And so, you know, that's so you know him pretty well. Uh, that's what happens in <laughs> recruiting, you know. And and so, you know, you never know what's going to make that final decision. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know how he would have factored in for us. And, sure. You know, but he, he's doing a nice job and, and happy to see that success and just hope that on Saturday we're able to, to keep him from that success. How challenging, though, is it? I talked to a lot of defensive coordinators and coaches just talking about having to defend a running quarterback. It's Coach G and his staff, they've got a little more work to do this week with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you just, you know, you think you've got a, uh, everything fit out in the pass game, and then the next thing you know, you know, you're not getting home, and it's not a guy who's just going to squeeze it. He's going to take off and. That's the yeah, hardest it, thing is when, when something's off schedule, when right. they make a play like that, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely, and, and he really makes a lot of off-schedule plays with his legs without even throwing the ball. And so, you know, I think those guys who kind of squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it, you know, they, you can get to them eventually because right. they don't want to go downfield where this guy, he's a physical runner, and, um, you know, if it's not there, he's, he's ready to go. So we, we've got a – We've got, we've got a good plan for them. I mean, I, I like what we do. And, I mean, I like our overall defensive team speed. I, I think that we'll be able to cover and, um, you know, get, get back to them and rally to them. They're a pretty balanced team, aren't they? Have been so far. Yeah. Have been so far, far. I mean, I think a, a lot of RPO uh, built in. So, you know, a variety of things that they can get the ball out of their hands quickly. But, uh, you know, I, I would say probably going into this week, maybe I w- I w- we're guessing maybe 60-40 run to pass and, and building a little bit of RPOs to get balanced. Schematically, what do they do defensively? Lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I love the reaction because that means they're doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, they give you and, – and at this point in the year, you know, you, you have to really look at, okay, what have they done when they've been really successful in games, like last week where right, they shut right. somebody out. And then, you know, we've got seven games on them, and we'll, we'll go back. We'll go back through every game just to see, okay, what what they come out of camp, what they come mm-hmm. out of camp showing. And then – even in games where they're putting in their substitutes late, okay, you know, this is kind of their core calls, you know, in, in finding those things and scouting. And so you, you try to search for what their core is, but, man, it, down to down when the game is when the game is tight and it's in question, they're throwing a lot of different things at you and, and in, a, uh, in a way that, you know, you can you see the plan behind it, but it, it's going to be hard to guess. So we've had to really narrow down some of the things we're doing okay. offensively um, to, to what fits a lot. You know, and because some things you got in your scheme that they don't fit everything, and you like it, but then you go, ah, if we get this, this, or this, it's not really good. So, and we could we could easily get you know all four of those things and not get the one that we really wanted sure. for. And so, um, yeah, if we were the NFL, we just have the the microphone in the helmet and say, <laughs> you know, well, easier than here's right? the call, right? That's right. You know, is it a lot of pre-snap recognition though to kind of see where they're lined up? Do they do a lot of post-snap stuff too? Uh, they, they, yeah, both, both. Yeah. And so I, I think you know, first-time defensive coordinator, but again, um, he uh, or at least first time here, new new defensive coordinator with their staff. But he's eight games in, and so right. you you really that's the other thing that you like about playing a team like this late. You know, you really get to see the evolution mm-hmm. of okay, this is who they wanted to be coming out of camp now. There's there's those elements showing up, but okay, this is this is that next level, that next level, and um, heard you talking to James earlier, you know, and, and some of those things are are really subtle that you wouldn't really probably notice watching from the stands, right. but 
um, as you're studying them, you really start to notice and you go, okay, man, we got we to gotta look out for this or this is something we need to be prepared for. It's really not the same as what we thought we saw. Have your guys been pretty good at in-game adjustments when, when teams are doing something that maybe you don't expect? Have they been pretty good to kind of realize or have kind of relay that to you or if you guys see it and tell them that they've been able to make the adjustments? Yeah, and I think our staff has done a really good job. You know, as in, in when you look at, you know, when you watch a college football game and people ever see it and they look over at the sideline and they wonder, like, why isn't the whole team up cheering? It's because, you know, you've got your group segmented <laughs> off. Yeah, and, right. uh, and, and, you know, I think everybody just thinks, man, these guys are just out there and they got the best seat in the house. And um, you, you really got to remove yourself from being a fan. And so yeah. between Gary Ramey and Tim Reynolds on the sideline offensively, and I'll jump over there on first down uh, to talk to the offensive line. You know, we uh, just, just being able to make those small little things on, okay, quarterbacks communicating with receivers and getting everybody together and making sure that everybody's on the same page. You know, those two men really do a good job in, in leading that. And uh, in offensive, we've got Joe Denia, our running backs tight ends coach up in the box, who's, who gives great feedback. And then, you know, defensively, it's really the same way. They've got, you know, Kyle Perky and kind of he leads the charge over there on the on the sideline yeah. with, with Dustin Green and, and Deion Richardson. And, and, you know, Coach G coaches up from the box. So, oh, does he? Um, yeah, you get to see uh, – you, you really get that, that aspect of, okay – Man, that's why those guys are over there, and that's why you know you call for a special team sometimes, and guys are flying off the bench because they're <laughs> over there getting coached up about sure. what just happened. You know, we were talking with, with Coach Perky about special teams, but you guys take so much pride in that. And there are some starters who are trying to figure out some things, and then all of a sudden there is a special teams play. They got to jump up and go that go do that because you put so much pride in special teams to have those starters and, and key guys on your team go play special teams. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And 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 some of that has to do with you know yeah we're going we're going to emphasize we're going to put those guys on it and. I think we're a team that wants to emphasize trying to get to postseason play, and, and when you get to the postseason, the NCAA limits your roster. And yeah. so um, yeah, you don't want to make it week one of the playoffs or round one of the playoffs, and you're putting guys on special teams yeah, for the first time. never been there. That's yeah. right. That's right. Will they bring a lot of pressure? Uh, we'll, we'll see some. We'll see some. They'll move a lot. Uh, their defensive line is, is really a, a kind of a stunting movement group, and so – uh, like we told our offensive line, you know, if, if we get a first down and a drive between that and the next pl- next few plays, you better expect somebody moving. And so I would say, you know, two out of every five plays, you're going to see somebody moving. Has your offensive line been pretty consistent? Have you been happy with that? Again, that's a group you're coaching now yep. and really dissecting and, and have a magnifying glass on. Are, are they performing pretty pretty well? Yeah, I mean, I, I would, uh, you know, you can look at Kennedy's stats and, and our overall run game Absolutely, stats and yeah. say so. And, I mean, they're, and, they're, and, uh, they've been much improved from the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, much so. improved, and, um, you know, we're, we're ahead of schedule on where we thought we'd be. Uh, knock on wood, we've been able to stay healthy. We've had, you know, returning starters that have, have really performed like you would want a returning starter in Gloria Naseka, our left tackle, and Bailey Longo in our, our center, and in the return of Tyler Duckstein from injury. And, um, you know, I've been really pleased by the guys who have stepped up at some other positions. We've had uh, the opportunity to play a freshman at, at tackle some in Dawson Ingersoll. And, hmm. um, you know, just to, to really be able to look across our board and say we've got a freshman who's played, a fifth-year senior who's played, and, and guys all in between. And, um, and there's been some rotation as well. I mean, we'll, we'll rotate it. I know some guys are, hey, these are my five, and that's it, and that's all that's playing. But we've got a few positions that are, are pretty equal and, and guys who have been highly productive in a rotation. And so That's nice to have uh, that. That, that is nice to have that because, yeah. you know, it, it's, a, it's a tough position. You know, I talk about being physical on a Tuesday, and it's physical for everybody on a Tuesday. But uh, when, you're a, when you play on the line of scrimmage, it, <laughs> it's, it's physical, physical every day. Yeah. It's physical every day, even even on helmet days where we go Mondays and Thursdays. Still popping, you know, yeah. They're still popping a little bit. You're still, you know, you're still there. And, yeah. um, 
you know, it just uh, it, you got to be a tough guy. You know, you got to suck some things up at times. So no question. To say they're at 100% would be a, a pure lie. <laughs> I think about every football player in America is probably not at 100%. We're talking to Scott Lamb for a few more minutes here, the head football coach at Bridgewater College. You know, we talk about that, but have you guys stayed relatively healthy all year? Yeah, so far. And, and I mean, all, our guys do a really good job on, on – uh, whether it's treatment from our AT staff and, uh, you know, our, our strength and conditioning staff, keeping those guys strong throughout the season. And, you know, we've had our things that, uh, that come up, you know, and pop up, and football is one of those ones like you're not going to prevent it. You know, you, yeah, can't, you yeah. can't bubble wrap them. <laughs> and, right. uh, and, and so, you know, I think in being a program that's developing guys constantly, you know, being able to provide those small roles, that if that role's got to grow, not because that guy's performing well, but because the guy in front of him has been hurt, you know, we've had guys that have been ready to, to step in and, and take over that role. So we saw that this past weekend, and um, I'm sure this weekend, you know, one of our one of our good players might might end up getting hurt, and we've got to be ready to adjust, adapt, and, and be able to perform. Homecoming this weekend in, in high school, it's different because again, they've got homecoming event. I'm sure there are at Bridgewater too, but homecoming events is kind of a, a bigger thing for high school kids. Uh, high school coaches really dislike homecoming because of all the distraction. Is it a big deal at Bridgewater, too? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, our field hockey team's got a big game Friday night. Um, it's the last one of their regular season, or at least their senior day for their regular season and kind of determine some places for them in, in the ODAC tournament. And then on Saturday you can catch a variety of teams, and so everybody really schedules to, to be around campus on that. Uh, Friday night the campus does a, a, a great little uh, – we've got a campus bonfire that's become a tradition, and um, there'll be a fireworks show. So if you're, if you're driving through Sweet. Bridgewater and you see a, a giant bonfire, you'll know why. And, <laughs> um, and then, you know, right around probably 9, nine o'clock, 9.15, you'll see some fireworks going off. And, um, you know, just be ready to uh, – don't, don't be too startled. Sounds good. In 2 o'clock is that kickoff over the Jobson Athletic Complex. The uh, Eagles take on Ferrum. All right, give me your keys before I let you go. What are your keys for a victory on Saturday? Yeah, we've got to run the ball. I mean, I think that's, that's number one. Um, you know, got to be able to run the ball. It helps all, all facets of our, our program. Uh, got to be able to, to stop the run. You know, like we mentioned on the quarterback, that, that's going to be really important, especially stop the scramble, yeah. I think. And then, you know, obviously would love to see a big return, you know, and, and really um, not, just, not just make special teams about change of possessions, but really make special teams our edge. And so – you know, it, it's the line of scrimmage and, and, and winning, the, winning the starting point on where you're going to have the ball. That's what we're looking for. So Most games are going to be that way. So hopefully those fireworks carry over from Friday night <laughs> onto the field on Saturday, Dave. No question. Again, the Eagles right now sit at 5-2. and two. They are 3-1 and one in the ODEC, and they get set for Ferrum coming up on Saturday. Coach, thank you for your right, time. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate Good it. Good luck this week. All right, glad to be on.